Welcome to the Career Fit Mom Podcast. For moms at any age and stage, this podcast will elevate your career development, fitness, and personal growth, giving you the tools and inspiration to live your best life as a woman, as a professional, as a mother. I'm Beth Yarzab, and I'm your host of the Career Fit Mom Podcast. I'm so happy and grateful that you're here and listening to the episode today. Today, I am talking to you about your identity and how you can get into some identity hacking to really shift how you think about yourself, which then transitions into feelings and how you feel about yourself, which then impacts the actions that you take and the results you get. So we're going to talk about using your identity and shifting your identity by following a certain kind of thought process to be the person now that you need to be to achieve the goals that you desire. And the the way this really uh, came true for me is when I understood at a very basic level, at the core level of my being, that I can never outperform my self-identity. So if I want to see shifts in my life, if I want to have bigger results, bigger impact in my business, then I need to be at the identity level, that person right now. And I'll tell a couple little short stories just so that you can put in perspective, maybe for yourself and your own identity, how that has um impacted and influenced your life and the results that you have. Now I'm going to take you back to when I was 16 years old and I was a Ukrainian folk dancer in Thunder Bay and I was chosen by my artistic director to attend a two-week dance camp, an intensive Ukrainian dance workshop in New York State and it was paid for by my dance troupe. So it was a huge uh, honor to be selected. Uh, I went down with another dancer and uh, we were the only Canadians there I think Um, and I, you know, went in there feeling like on the top of my game in terms of my dance abilities, because I was one of the best dancers in my group in Thunder Bay. And I was chosen to go and to learn as much as I could so I could bring it back to our dance company and uh, teach what I learned and workshop what I learned. And at the age of 16, that was actually quite an honor to be able to do that. So I get there and every other person at this uh, dance camp, they're all like, late teens, early 20s, I guess, they've all been going to the dance camp for forever. They, they all know each other. They kind of grew up together. Many of them um, were were American. And um, there was just a different kind of experience in terms of the level of Ukrainian dancing that they were performing. And it was much higher than where I was at in my abilities. My body was also very different from the other female dancers. So I was having huge body anxiety. Um, My legs were thicker, more muscular. I was shorter. I didn't have a long, lean, lanky kind of ballerina body like many of them had. And because my abilities weren't so strong, I just really cowered. And I really held on to this identity of being 
not a skilled dancer, not a graceful, beautiful, artistic movement person, not able to pick up the steps, not be able to position my body in the way that the others were, and uh, that I wasn't really deserving of being there. And it was very hard on Uh, My experience there, the two weeks were really from hell. I was super homesick and felt awful because I had been chosen to attend this workshop. Um, And I I really just hid in my room when we weren't dancing um, or at meals. I kind of just hid in my room. And so I missed out on a lot. And I am an extrovert. So typically, you know, I'm pretty good at making new connections and making new friends and chatting with people. But here I really wasn't and I was really down. And so I missed out on a lot. The um, the final day, I mean, my dance abilities definitely improved because I did just I was like, okay, I'm here for a reason. I'm going to show up and try my hardest at the dance. And over two weeks, you know, we're dancing like six hours a day. I definitely got better. And I was able to bring that back to my dance company. So I did perform there. And I love performing in the festival at the end. And the last day, of the uh, performances we had a Zabava. So this is a Ukrainian party. There's usually a live polka band. It's super fun. We're all doing polkas. Um, and there's something called a kolameka where everybody, you know, performs their tricks and shows off what their abilities are. And I love Zabavas. I, if you know me from Ukrainian um, dancing times, you know that I thrive at Zabavas and I just love them. I come alive. But I hid in my room. I didn't attend that one that night. I really missed out on a lot. I just felt really not good about myself. And it's because I let my identity hold me back there. So last week I was in Punta Cana. Like I've I've definitely overcome that and I'm able to shift and redirect my thoughts when I am having social anxiety, which I think a lot of that was and performance anxiety, I guess. Last week I was in Punta Cana and I was on a teaching fitness vacation and it was a dream come true. I brought my mom down there for a birthday gift because she just turned 70 and I wanted to do something really special with her. And I paid a very low um, resort fee to a a fitness travel company which contracts with um, Caribbean and Mexican resorts to bring North American fitness instructors down to these resorts to teach fitness a couple times a day. And in return, we get um, an all-inclusive vacation for ourselves and one adult guest. And we have to pay for our flights and transfers and things like that. Um, But it makes the vacation a lot cheaper than doing a big package. So it was fantastic. Like I wanted to do this with my mom for I think 20 years. So we finally were able to make it happen. And once I got down there, I mean, even before going, I had some pretty big anxiety around, you know, am I even like I'm not deserving of this because I didn't pay full price. Even though I'm exchanging my knowledge, energy, and passion to teach the guests of the resort fitness and bring all of my experience to them, somehow I didn't feel like I was deserving. And so I had this kind of identity level um, going down there, not even sure if it was even going to work out. Um, But, you know, we got checked in. We still had, we had a room. We got there. Um, The room was beautiful. It was exactly like we were guests at, you know, full paying guests at this five-star paradise resort in Punta Cana. It's called Sanctuary Cap Cana. I'm going to link out to that. It is um, a fantastic resort. And I'll also link out to the travel agency I worked with the fitness travel agency because they are um, 
a Canadian company. And if you're a fitness pro, you should definitely look into doing this um, to share your your fitness knowledge with people in other uh, in other resorts and get yourself a vacation too. Uh, so I went down there, and the first class um, I taught um, an aqua fitness class. Really. Uh, not sure if I did a good job of it. Um, <laughs> I was really feeling nervous and I got some feedback. Um, and the next day I was told that the entertainment staff were going to take over. And I, I just started to really feel down on myself about not being party enough for this resort. And um, I think because the entertainment staff, they kind of had a different style. It was less fitness, more shaky shaky um you know flexing muscles and doing some sexy dance moves on the pool deck while people in the water kind of tried to follow along but it wasn't really a water workout um so I thought I started just really getting down on myself in terms of my abilities and that was I even right to be coming down here was I deserving of being here am I worthy of this um these thoughts could have ruined my trip. And I thought back to that time when I was at the dance camp when I was 16, and I didn't want that to happen again. So I redirected my thoughts. I showed up to do it for the one person who I could connect with. And if I could just really help one person even, then that's what I was there for. And so I really let the potential impact of my care and compassion education and experience and sharing that through coaching them through the workouts I was leading, I let that fuel my energy. And so then I knew that other people were going to feel that and then come into the workouts. So I started to relax more. I started to get the Caribbean go with the flow attitude, which is typically pretty difficult for me because I'm quite controlling or like to have everything lined up kind of like an A-type personality. Um, I let my emotions really just become more neutral um, because I was feeling very nervous and anxious and it was impacting how I was feeling during the day. Um, I learned that emotions, they just need to be experienced and they provide learning always. So even when I have difficult emotions like social anxiety, performance anxiety, um, feelings of unworthiness or not being deserving of something, even those difficult emotions and situations bring growth. I realized, um, you know, with some coaching from uh, my husband and some friends that I was there for the people um, at the resort because the universe called us together. Like there really is no randomness to there, to this situation. I was there. Uh, those people who needed me were there. And I was able to bring exactly what was required. I centered on those thoughts and I led the rest of my classes through the week with confidence because I was connecting with people from all over and I was really feeling like I was creating kind of a little fitness community within the Dominican Republic um, in this resort where there were a lot of great um, people from the U.S. and Canada, uh, and I'm definitely going to do it again, and I'm going to bring this experience with me to be even better the next time I, I head down on a fitness teaching vacation. So you can use identity hacking for these moment-to-moment -moment situations like I experienced on these different trips where it's having some major social anxiety, but even more important, you can use identity hacking to address your bigger goals. So for example, my 
goal is to be a digital CEO, someone who is a visionary leader who creates online communities. And I do that as well as I can create in-person communities, which I've done, you know, up until this point in the 10 years I've been in business primarily is a lot of one-to-one, you know, meeting people live, uh, teaching and facilitating workshops or, or fitness classes in a live environment. And I'm moving more of that on into an online experience. And I want to bring the same skills and abilities that I have when I'm working with people one-on-one or in a group live environment to the online space, because I know I can help more women when I'm working digitally with their career development, their fitness, and their personal growth. I see myself reaching thousands of women daily from all over the world, and I have no idea how I'm going to do it, and it honestly does not matter. The more I center myself around this identity of being a visionary digital CEO, the more easily and joyfully it will manifest for me. And so getting to this level, this next level of helping a broader global audience through digital courses and coaching and workouts, that isn't the best part of getting to the next level. It's the growth I'm experiencing now as I shift my identity to become a six-figure earning internet entrepreneur. And the great thing about it is I get to experience it twice. I get to experience it in my mind right now. I can visualize as an athlete visualizes their um, their performance in an event before they go through the event. It's proven to work. I visualize my success as a digital CEO showing up online, showing up to coach people through Zoom, you know, webcam, um, being active in online communities and um, connecting with people from all over the world. and and being able to really understand how I can better serve them and bring my knowledge about career transition and fitness to really help women grow from all over the world. So for you, I want you to take action by thinking about a goal that you have. So say it's a health goal. You are really going to think about the health that you um, you deserve, that you desire, and start to ask yourself, who do I have to be to experience the health that I desire? And I want you to write this out or really think first about it, visualize who you have to be to have very good health, what that means for you, how that feels in your body, in your energy level. You know, I, I think of to myself that I have a vitality practice of rest, movement, nutrition, and mental strengthening, which manifests in my healthy, beautiful body. And I, I think that to myself, and I see what those things are. And then I end up just doing them because that's part of my identity. So I, I encourage you to really think out who you are to be the healthiest person you can and write it out after you've thought about it. There's other techniques you can use like saying it out loud, um, recording it into an app and playing it back uh, over and over and over again because what you have to do to change your identity is to have repetition of this new identity. So you have to say it to yourself like affirmations or write out your mantras every day and really stick with this, this vision of yourself at this new level as a person who already has what they want. It's already done. It's already part of who you are. And then you end up showing up like that person. Um, so for the health-related goal, you probably have to make a plan uh, to incorporate 
dedicated exercise into your life throughout the week, and then to move as much as possible in your everyday life. Um, If it's, you know, really focusing on uh, adding more movement to your life. I have a client that is interested in, in trying to, or she's interest, very interested, not even trying, she just really wants to uh, add more exercise to her life. And she knows it's going to make a big difference in how she feels. So this this kind of idea of who do you have to be to be the person who does the workouts, she always feels great when she's done them. Um, so she, put them in the calendar. That's, that's part of the identity of someone who is planning for their workout time to make sure it happens. Um, then to, you know, put those workouts in your calendar, maybe even making a list of everyday life activities that will add more regular movement to your life without it being a quote unquote workout. And I did an episode a number of months ago about non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is NEAT. Um, it's, that's the acronym for it. And that is really creating um, more movement and um using more energy throughout the day just by doing everyday life things. So I'm going to link to the NEAT episode so you can maybe be inspired to even find one um, activity that you can add to your day for 67 days. And that's when a habit really becomes part of your identity. We, we've heard over the years that, you know, 20 days or 30 days of doing something consistently is all that you need to do to make a habit stick. And yeah, for sure, it makes you well on your way to just becoming your brain kind of is like, okay, well, I haven't erased the old way I've done things, which is like maybe the non-exercising version of myself, but it's more neutral in or in line with the exercising part of me because I've been doing it for 20 days 21 days then to make that true identity switch where you just are the person who exercises three days a week and walks to work or bikes to work or takes the stairs instead of the elevator then you need to do that for 67 days and make a game out of it so checklist for yourself if you know whatever way you like there's different apps habit changing apps you can jump into and I just like pen to paper like on a calendar on my bathroom mirror or on the fridge or someplace where I'm going to see it every day where you can write out 67 boxes and you can literally check them off as you do them each day and that's when you know your brain really likes to see the kind of progress that it's making and it's more incented to continue with that positive change and doing those positive activities so get that checklist going see your results um, see the results of your actions and you're going to start to become the person who has fantastic health because you're moving more regularly through the day and you have some dedicated workout times, which brings you joy and a fantastic feeling in your body. And you really start to notice how your body is feeling and enjoying that experience, um, which is just going to impact so many other parts of your life. So the same could apply um, whether you're adopting an intuitive eating 
uh, lifestyle. So you know that dieting doesn't work. Uh, so I'm not going to jump into, you know, how to change your nutrition and to be more healthy because every body is different. <laughs> every um, person has, you know, a different, um, different kinds of foods that work for them. So I would never recommend a diet. They just don't work. I w- would recommend intuitive eating, which is learning to not restrict yourself uh, because restriction only causes you to overeat later. And um, there was a great episode I did with um, Patty Green and it's called Stop Dieting. So it's all about intuitive eating. I'm going to link to that one too. And that's um, a wonderful podcast for you to listen to if you are thinking about um, jumping on the intuitive eating bandwagon with me and many, many others. You can leave the dieting mindset behind you and be the person who listens to their body, fuels their body as it needs to be fueled and stops feeling guilty about what they're eating. Uh, You can apply this identity hacking to finding a new job. Um, So I have a client right now who wants to get to the director level. She's at a senior manager role in a major organization, big, big company, and she wants to be seen as the leader she is. And so we're working together for her to really have that identity already as being a a leader at the director level and to communicate with stakeholders who are making hiring decisions as that level of person. So she is quite introverted and she feels that that is holding her back. But I know that that is a strength of hers because absolutely teams need to be dynamic and diverse. And so, you know, she's starting to use that language when she's she's communicating with the the higher ups in her organization and making a great, um, you know, first impression and definitely showing that she's got what it takes to take on that director level role. She's networking within her organization so she can learn more about what um, opportunities are out there and how she can help different teams and different leaders with her particular style. So if you're wanting to change a job, you have to be the person who has the new job already. It's already done. If you want to launch a business, you have to be the entrepreneur now who's very, very successful. If you want to improve a relationship with really a really important person in your life, maybe your partner, your child, your mother, you have to be the person who takes the time to invest in that relationship and to understand the other person and to respond instead of react to the things that maybe trigger you about how you interact or what that person says to you. I have a client right now who is looking to secure a raise in the next few months and she's absolutely going to do that because she is developing the identity of somebody who is very worthy of the pay raise that she wants. It's like $12,000 that she's going to be asking for for a bump up and she's you know the way she's communicating with her CEO right now is all about being that $12,000 more annually per year uh, person who adds so much value to the CEO and to her organization as a whole so it's just it's letting those uh, insecurities um, fall to the wayside it's you know any negative thinking um, about communication skills or you know abilities like just letting those be kicked to the curb because they no longer serve you when you have this new identity and that's the great thing about this technique the repetition of going over it over and over and over again 
starts to move this new identity into your subconscious mind. And from research, we know that that's where your results are generated from. Now, you have a different identity, perhaps right now, as you embark on this journey to, you know, say you have a goal in three months time of a different place that you want to be. And your identity is at a place that was formed from when you were a child, um, really just looking at how you were brought up, how your parents were, what their identities were. And there's nothing wrong about how you were brought up. Uh, but that's really what shapes us from an early age. The, um, before the age of eight, really our identity is formed because we just take in all the information and accept it as true. And after the age of eight, our brain is able to start to analyze things and make critical choices and decisions about how we receive information and we can reject or accept certain information. But all those early years, we're just accepting everything as true and so our identity becomes formed in that way. So you got to reprogram that if you want to get to that next level. And so it's the repetition that really makes a difference. For me, as wonky as it sounds, I write out like lines like I would over and over again. Um, if I was studying or, you know, and back in the day in, in elementary and high school, we were sometimes punished by writing lines like I shall not whatever. Um, and <laughs> I write out lines in a more positive way now because the for me, the writing is the kinesthetic way of inc incorporating my new identity into my subconscious mind. So over and over and over again, and then repetitively saying them. Sometimes when I'm driving or walking, I'll just sort of mutter my affirmations to myself and really feel it with, with belief, really feel like it's happening right now and see the thoughts, um, the vision in my mind's eye of what I want for myself. So ask yourself again, just to recap, who do I have to be to get what I want? Or what do people who are already successful at what I want, what do they do and how do they behave? What do, how do they act? And that will help you write out or understand what you have to do to be that person now. Be that person now. You're a human being. You need to be that person now. So be the person first that you want, that you, you see yourself um, you know, in the, what you want for yourself, this goal that you want to achieve, be the person who already has that goal done, checked off, then you'll naturally do what it takes to support this new enhanced identity. And you're really going to secure and lock down on that. And when you have the identity and you start taking inspired action to do the things that support that identity, that's when you have the success that you want. So it's thinking about be, do, have. Be the person now who does the things you need to do to have the success that you want. Be, do, have. And I am absolutely in love with Jim Fortin. I'm going to link to his podcast because he really broke this down for me and made me figure out how to apply it in my own life and in how I help my clients with their career transitions, with their fitness goals, and really entirely with their confidence in their personal growth. So um, I, I'm very much influenced by Jim Fortin on this kind of stuff. And uh, I hope I've explained it nearly as well as him. If you'd like to go a little deeper, I'm going to link to his podcast. He just launched a podcast. So um, it's in the early stages of a few first few episodes, and it's fantastic. 
Now, I am holding right now with me a, a serpentine crystal. And um, my beautiful uh, friend, yoga instructor, mastermind partner, um, Reiki practitioner, Nadine Moffat, of, uh, she works for Career Fit Mom teaching yoga. And she has her own business called Becoming Still, where she does uh, Reiki and um, essential oil and uh, crystal consults with people. She um, hooked me up with my serpentine. And so I would highly recommend um, getting your own piece if you are in this process of identity hacking, because this crystal really helps to rewire your neural pathways so that this new identity becomes predominant and it just guides all of your behavior. So it's also a a crystal that can help um, you release any fear of change that you are embarking as you're embarking on this shift in your identity. And as you're reaching for those goals, it's going to help you embrace the transformation and it's all about personal evolution so um, please think about picking up a serpentine I'm sure Nadine would be happy to hook you up Um, I will link out to her website as well and uh, you're welcome to connect with her so that you can um, can get a rock from her uh, to help you in your identity shifting you just I just wear mine in my bra um, which you know sometimes they sort of fly out if I'm (laughs) I'm doing golf lessons right now and I was hitting the driver and yeah my my rock of the month just flew out of my bra but whatever I just picked it up and threw it in my pocket um so it's it's lovely just to have this kind of stone to kind of ground you as you go through your identity work um and I really encourage you to take action on this and do this kind of work on yourself first do the work inside first and then start to see how effortlessly and joyfully the actions can line up to help you get the results that you want. Now, Nadine is going to be our special guest at Connection Day on Saturday, May 11th. Uh, So you can meet with her there. She's also selling some lovely VIP um, gifts that go along with the Connection Day attendance. If you can get to Toronto on Saturday, May 11th, this is part of my Extend and Elevate Uh, business that I run with my good, good friend, Julie Sachuk. And so we are bringing the best of our full weekend retreats into a one day experience of fitness. Nadine is going to do yoga and meditation. I'm going to be doing personal growth um, workshopping with you. And we have delicious, healthy foods and um, uh, wonderful ways to connect with yourself and to connect with other women in the group. So it is a definitely a wonderful day of transformation if that's what you're seeking at this point. And I would encourage you to to join us. So I'll link to the connection day in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This is part of my new Career Fit Life coaching program, which I'm launching on Friday, March 29th. So if you are hearing this before then, please, um, you know, visit careerfitmom.ca slash life coaching and you can learn more about the program and if it's after March 29th then I will be opening up the program again in September so you're welcome to join the waiting list for the next round Um, I have a group of wonderful amazing founding members who I am so grateful for and I am so 
committed to serving them at a very deep level because they are going through major transformation and we're going to fast track it and get it done in three months. And then they're going to be able to use these tools for every single thing that they want in their life going forward. It is going to be epic and I can't wait. Have a beautiful day of your own transformation and I can't wait to hear how it goes for you as you embark on your identity hacking. Take care. I am so excited to launch the Career Fit Life Coaching Program, a new three-month accelerator that incorporates professional growth, physical fitness, and mindset shifts to get you out of overwhelm and into the fulfilling life you want. Many of my clients have struggled with overwhelm and their physical, mental, and emotional health just isn't where they want it to be. Getting women out of that spot is my passion. I love helping women find their way towards a calmer, more purposeful life that they've defined on their own terms. And after years of doing this work one-on-one, I'm ready to work with even more women through a group program, and I invite you to join as a founding member. I know from personal experience that there is nothing like having a group of smart, heart-centered women to inspire you, and building relationships in a supportive group really exposes you to new ideas and it helps you to effectively communicate your own. The Career Fit Life Coaching Program is for women who are looking for personal growth impacts on all areas of their, their lives. We're going to be open to self-reflection and I want you to engage with your inner confidence to really build all of those areas that support professional and physical well-being, a habit changing technique, a productivity hack, or a mindset tool. Meanwhile, I'm going to share my full roster of career development, fitness, and lifestyle tools. We'll learn from each other in a small group and we'll also work together each week to accelerate our growth. Also included in the program is some one-to-one coaching every month so I can customize strategies that will support and encourage you to achieve your goals. We are starting up in late March 2019 and I am looking for founding members who are going to harness the power of the group learning environment to help me shape this program and as such I'm offering the program for the founding members at a very reduced rate. For a price of $980 plus tax, you can join for the three-month program and have access to our weekly Zoom call meetings for our group coaching, all of the audio resources and worksheets that are going to help you engage in each topic, our full library of workouts that you can do at home and that will make you feel successful no matter where you are in your fitness journey. These are body positive healthy at every size kind of workouts that you can do easily at home in as little as 10 minutes. And also, of course, the one-to-one coaching with me so I can work with you privately to accelerate your growth. If you're interested, please check out my new website page. It's careerfitmom.ca slash life coaching. You can learn more about the program there. You can register. And if you have any questions at all about this program, please reach out to me. I'd love to tell you more if you have any interest. And you can reach me at beth at careerfitmom.ca.
Thank you so much for listening to the Career Fit Mom podcast today. To connect with me, I would love if you did so. You can reach out uh, via LinkedIn at Beth Yarzab or on Instagram at Career Fit Mom as well as on Facebook at Career Fit Mom, or you can message me on Facebook as well. My website, www.careerfitmom.ca. Have a beautiful day.